Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Coffee with Kels. Today we have a super um, special thing happening. It's been a while since I've had a guest on so I'm really really excited to share um, this girl's story with you and for y'all to get to know her. Um, she's very inspiring to me and definitely somebody that I look up to so I'm really excited for you guys to get to come and hang out while we chat with Sydney Johnson. Ready girl. Alrighty, so today we are here with Sydney Johnson. Sydney, how are you? I'm so excited to be here. How are you? I'm good. Um, so I have to ask you the question I ask every single person that comes on here, and I want to know what's your go-to coffee order? Okay, I think my coffee order has evolved quite nicely. It used to be back when I first started drinking coffee, it was the s'mores frappuccino from Starbucks. Ooh. So major cringe. Yeah. But now today it is an iced Americano with honey and oat milk and cinnamon on top. And I think everyone should try it. It's the best drink. That in the world. does sound very good. I love the cinnamon, honey, vanilla like combination. That is like my go to. It's kinda of giving pH delight from locals. I I love it. It's the trifecta. I tell everyone about it in the cinnamon. Once you start, you can't go back because it's Yeah, I put cinnamon. cinnamon in everything now, like coffee-wise. I'm like, it goes in everything. Wait, I need to know yours. I'm sure you've shared it with your people, but I want to know. So it just, honestly, it depends on where I'm going. Um, but normally it's a vanilla, honey, and cinnamon latte. So, so we're, we're basically the same. We are basically the same. We're twins. What can, what can I say? Um, so I just want to kind of know about what you went to school for. You graduated in December, right? Yes, I'm officially post-grad era. Oh, that's so fun. So I am not, I don't know very much about like the hospitality major and like, I don't know, all those things. I just want to know kind of all about it and just what that was like for you and why you chose that and all the things. Totally. So I actually wanted to go to school in the beginning of the college search for nutrition. And I went up to visit Arkansas and I sat in on a little meeting with, I think it was the dean of the college and she was explaining all the science courses I would have to take. Mm -hmm. And I said, this is not for me. So when I started thinking about what my gifts included and what I really perceive as enjoyable, hospitality just kept coming to mind as something that I could use in any job. Right. Because what hospitality is, is it's serving people beyond what they expect. So whether that's wedding planning, event planning, Mm -hmm. you run a hotel or you are someone that's like front facing with clients, like you're always going to be using the skills and the people oriented skills that you learn in this major so some of my classes included like I had a chef lab that was eight hours long but then I also had purchasing and cost control so learning how to buy things um all the way down to planning an event for the university so it was super fun and diverse yeah that's awesome see I had no idea like they even did all of that it actually sounds like something that I would probably really enjoy that's awesome I had no idea that that like entailed all of that I don't think a lot of people know that to be honest either like I don't know because the only thing I think of when I thought hospitality before was like hotels I feel like that's what everybody thinks of. they're like oh like hotels so that's actually really cool that's a lot and that's a lot of skills like I don't know it is it's such a slept on major I think it's because the program is pretty small in most places that people Mm -hmm. just don't even think about it um but I feel like I got exposed to so many different majors like business and marketing Mm -hmm. and finance just through taking that course so if anyone is attending the u of a highly recommend okay so speaking about the u of a what how'd you end up there because you're not from arkansas no i am actually from austin texas i'm okay girly i love that so how how'd you end up in fayetteville 
Truly, it was God. I have family in Arkansas that I went to visit when I was a sophomore in high school. And they were like, you have to go to Arkansas for at least a day and like do the tour. Mm-hmm. So I did. It was fall. So the leaves were beautiful. I don't I know that. if anyone has experienced Fayetteville in the fall, but it is unlike anything else. So I just fell in love with the campus. And then back two years later when I applied for school. So this is now my senior year of college mm-hmm. or of high school. Sorry. I kept thinking about Arkansas. It was on my radar. So I went and visited again and really got a feel for the town and the people. And I just absolutely love what I saw. And I, I'm just so happy because it felt like home then and it still feels like home now, which is why I'm staying post-grad. But it truly was just like getting to see how intentional everyone on this campus is and how beautiful it is. Yeah, it really is the most beautiful campus. I went for a year. I was not in Fayetteville for very long, um, but I grew up in the area. I only live like 45 minutes away. So to me, like, it's just like what's like Fayetteville's always just been like, oh, it's just Fayetteville to me. But then like I hear people come from like Texas and Kansas City and all these places. And they're like, oh, it's like this is the most beautiful place ever. So that's really interesting to hear just because to me, I'm like, oh, like I get like I get bored and I just like go to Fayetteville like my whole life. Like that's just been like a thing. So it's really interesting to hear like people like love it. I guess it's just it really is such an awesome place, though. There's so much to do here mm-hmm. regarding whether you're a foodie or you like outdoors or mm-hmm you want to go shopping or you enjoy like biking or doing fun things. Like there's a candle bar. You can make your own candles. I didn't there's know that. Art museums and stuff you can go see. Like there's just so much for everyone here. And I think that's also what spoke to me was no matter who I evolve into during college and like what my interests change. Cause let's be real. Like we all evolve and change and grow. Yes. There's just something for everyone. So that was exciting to me. Yeah. I love that. So I actually, found you on Instagram because of your book and I like had seen so many posts about it and I was like oh this girl is like that that's so interesting that's always something that I have like wanted to do but like I never knew anybody that like did it and I was like I'm just really like curious about you and um I want to ask I want to know all of the all the things about um a college girl's guide and um how that came to be what are your hopes for it just all the things totally so a college girl's guide to Fayetteville is a book that I wrote to help young women that are attending the University of Arkansas cultivate community and confidence going into their years at the university. So obviously I'm not from Arkansas, I'm from Mm -hmm. Austin, and I had seen so many bloggers do so well just posting content and really engaging in the local community. And so for my major, so I'm honors hospitality, which means I have to do a thesis at the end of my graduation Mm -hmm. period to like graduate. So I didn't want to do anything sciencey because as I said earlier, I'm not a science girly. I'm very creative minded. And I was thinking, okay, what really encompasses hospitality? How can I serve my local community? Okay, I'll write a book. So what I did was I took all of the places that essentially are in Fayetteville and would speak to a college girl. And I created like a master list. And then from there, I narrowed it down to what I really felt was useful and something that girls would enjoy and started reaching out to businesses got photo content um wrote down my favorite so for each place in the book there's like a sid's pick which is something that i would tell you to get or try if you go whether it's a restaurant or like a workout class so it has every single thing ranging from salons spas nail salons um places that you can go shopping boutiques thrift stores best drinks to go get with your friends if you're over 21 coffee crawl brunch so essentially just like the master guide to Fayetteville for someone who is new and I really hope that it helps people understand that there is so much here but also I hope that it provides ways for people to get involved 
and make friends because I think the hardest thing is like being in a new city, having no one around and yes. being like, okay, so if I ask someone to hang out, like, what do I do? Uh-huh. So that kind of alleviates that stress. I love that. And honestly, I wish I would have had that like going because um, I'm a sophomore right now. And so going into my freshman year, I think I just like literally had no idea what I was getting into at all. So that's like, I don't know. I love that. I think that's I think that's going to be such a blessing to the girls that start moving to Fayetteville, like, in the years to come, just to have something um, as a guide. I don't know. That is wild. I Like, that's honestly going to be such a blessing to the girls that move to Fayetteville, just because it is it is a hard city to navigate because there's so many students. I think that was, like, where I struggled the most was I was just so – because I grew up in a teeny, teeny, tiny town, so I was so overwhelmed by the amount of people and, like, trying to make friends, and I think that that would have been – you know, something that would have been, like, really good for me, and I know it's going to be so good for um, all the upcoming freshman girls. That's awesome. And it helps out the local community. So, with my major being hospitality, another reason that played into it once I started studying this is I was reading a book called Radical Hospitality, and it talks about how this is actually a biblical concept, and so, like, Hebrews talks about it in Hebrews 13, too. It says, do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing so, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. And if you think about, like, someone that you look up to or maybe, like, your favorite podcaster or mm-hmm. influencer, like, they have no idea you exist, but you know that they exist. Right. And so through giving this book to people that are coming into the university, I might never cross paths with them, but I'm still showing them hospitality by, like, showing them the area through my eyes and my lens. And I just mm-hmm. feel like that's a really cool way to incorporate, like, the biblical principle of being kind to strangers yeah. and going out of our way to, like, leave someone better than you found them. So that's yeah, kind of another I reason that. that I felt really called to this. I also love that, like, you having, like, even, like, the business names and, then, like, you're bringing them more business and also helping out. Just, like, that, like, the whole, like, the small business communities and things like that. Like, they get to, I know you're also, like, blessing them. There's a whole lot of blessing going into this book, and I, um, I like, think that's so awesome. Well, thanks, girl. That's so sweet to hear. And I will say some of my favorite spots, because I know, everyone's like okay what actual places yeah are here let's let, i want to yeah i want to know what you love because i like it's whenever you live there like everybody has like a go-to coffee shop go-to places to shop so i want to know what yours are absolutely so i would say my go-to let's say if i were to give you like the day in fable that i would have i would wake up i would go to my workout class which is burn boot camp it is Ooh. the hardest workout and i love fitness so this is like the one that i found that i'm obsessed with um, and then I would stop for a coffee, probably from Pink House Alchemy, which is right next to Presley Page. Pink House makes their own syrups, so it's very unique flavors, and their drinks are just amazing. And then Presley Page is right next door. It's the all-pink boutique that everyone's obsessed with. Like, they've mm-hmm. gone viral for how beautiful it is. It's like Barbie Central. And then I would take you to brunch at Arcegas, because Arcegas is actually the first place that I ate when I came up to Basil for the first time. And I love their brunch. It's phenomenal. And then I love to read, obviously, being a writer. Mm -hmm. So the public library is one of my favorite spots to spend time. And I just think it's beautiful inside there as well. Um, And then I like to walk Lake Fayetteville. So for an afternoon activity, I would take you to walk the actual lake itself because it's like a five-mile radius of just pure beauty. Um, And then shopping, of course, the square is the best. I think they have so many different options, including like boutiques and um, thrift shops and just random little like gift stores and stuff. So I am never one to not splurge when I go down there, but yeah, there's, there's just so many. I, I love that. That's our our days are like, would be very similar. I worked at locals coffee whenever I, 
um, was in Fayetteville. And so that, I think the only thing I would, that that's different from our days is I would go to locals, but I love that. Fayetteville is such I a fun place. Locals. I locals love locals. It was so good. I miss it. I need to, I need to come up and have your perfect Fayetteville day. Absolutely. You should. I love that. So, um, if you could give one piece of advice to an upcoming freshman girl, what would, what would it be? Ooh, okay. I feel like there's so many things, but truly to encompass it, I would say one thing that I would encourage you with is patience because when I first got up to college, I was so lost. I felt like this transition was unbearable because I mean, it depends on whether you really love your hometown or hate it. And like, if you're close to your family or not, but I loved Austin, Texas, and I was very close to my family. So I had to have patience in knowing that like this weird period that I'm in where I feel like I have no friends Mm -hmm. and I'm very lonely and I don't understand like how this is going to get better. Like it does with time. And so patience is huge, not getting discouraged and then saying yes and being open to new opportunities because a lot of times when you're just tired and lonely and kind of stressed out, the main thing that people do is isolate themselves. But I would encourage you to be open to new experiences. And when someone asks you to hang out, like say yes, because you just never know. Like I'm at my best friend in the most random scenario. So just, you never know how important someone can become to your life. Yeah, that's awesome. Honestly, I wish I would have had, especially that first piece of advice about patience. I think I got extremely discouraged. And so that's really great advice. I've actually never even thought about it that way. That's so awesome. Patience is a virtue. They say it for a reason. And I am so bad at it. Like if something doesn't I'm go my worst. way the first time, <laughs> I'm out. I'm done. But it just taught me that like God has a plan and his timing rarely lines up with mine. It probably never really does because, like, I would like things to happen quickly. Me but too. I like to think of, like, a tree. Like, it takes a tree, an oak tree, for example, like, very, 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 very long to get to mm-hmm. the place where it's, like, you know, sprouted and fully grown. And so why do I expect things to happen, like, when I snap my fingers, you know? Right. I And I, I'm the worst in, like, a waiting season. I always like to use, like, the door in the hallway thing. It's like, oh, like, God shut this door and I'm, like, in the hallway. And I feel like... Um, especially the first year of my college experience, I very much felt like in the hallway the whole time. And so it was like really like while I was waiting for like the next door to open. So it's really, really discouraging. So I think that's really good advice because I do feel like whenever you first move to college, especially if you move away from home, it's very much, it feels like a waiting game. It's like, okay, when am I going to make friends? And when am I going to, you know, I don't know. Cause I would say like, you meet your bridesmaids in college. Like when am I going to meet the girls that are going to be my friends forever? And like, when am I going to even like be comfortable in this new atmosphere so that's really good advice and with the bridesmaid thing I think people put so much pressure like I as a freshman felt so much pressure to like find my bridesmaids like Mm -hmm. first week of school or even like first semester and I can tell you like fully the girls I hang out with now are friendships that I developed over multiple years and even sometimes like someone would come into my life like junior year of college and we would become super duper close like I have one friend now that's she graduated and she's in North Carolina and her name is Caroline she's amazing and we still keep up but we became like best friends within two weeks of knowing each other and then like have kept up a relationship now like eight months later so I think sometimes you you may think that the girls you meet freshman year will be your friends forever but that often changes and I know for me going into college I live a lot differently with the Lord than I did when I first got to college Mm -hmm. so that was a huge factor and like looking for long-term friends and like just you know knowing that relationships take time to build like they truly do if you want to trust someone you have to know a lot about them and so I love the hallway analogy I've actually never heard that one before so thank you for sharing that yeah that's like I'm always like okay I'm just in the hallway right now I'm just waiting for the door to open but you have to be like 
comfortable with the hallway and like be okay with like waiting for that um but yeah I've that's I don't know that's like blowing my mind right now I would have never even honestly if I would have had this advice I think this is why I'm so excited for this episode if I would have had just even like a little bit of this advice or have like listened to this I think like I said my experience would have been totally different because I just I got discouraged so fast and also I think just because of some parts of the culture in Fayetteville whenever you are like whenever you are in a relationship with the Lord and you know that you don't want some of those things for your life it's and there's all that temptation around you especially like my in my situation with my roommates we were just all like they were living completely different from the way I was living and it gets really discouraging like oh, I'm never gonna like have friends that like believe and are as passionate as me so I think that's really I don't know I just love that that makes me so happy to hear and I'm so excited that because like I know that's gonna help somebody because community like community truly is everything i mean like you have to have a relationship with the lord on your own that is very important but that's why like in the first literal page of the bible he invites a second human because we're not supposed to be alone Mm -hmm. and so if you're surrounded by people like you said that aren't maybe walking the same way you are and like involved in a culture that's not like it can be really hard and so like for me i think i used to look for friends like i thought the only way to make them was going out and like being in the party scene yes and doing things that were exciting and fun and like if I didn't have plans on a Friday night actual anxiety would attack me because I was like I'm a loser now I know that the way to make lasting friends is to look in the right places obviously like church go to fun events in the local community like there's so many things if you think of your interests like for me working out like you can meet friends at workout classes you can meet friends in your actual classes you can meet friends at coffee shops like Mm -hmm. just talking to people I feel like there's this pressure to like okay, the only way I'm going to make friends is going out or even in a sorority. Like I have so many friends that did not rush that have the most amazing friends. And honestly, a lot of my closest friends aren't in sororities. So to take the pressure off of that too, I know we weren't even talking about sororities, but yeah, it just came to mind because that's a huge topic going into college. Like, oh my gosh, did you rush? Did you rush? But uh, especially that have- first week of school, that first week of school, like, oh, like what sorority? And what sorority? Did you rush? Oh, you didn't rush? Like that was, I feel like the first week of school, like classes, that was the whole, like all the conversations I had was about rushing rushing and like your identity and your house and all this stuff that like really doesn't matter and like at the end of your four years it's like it's the individual relationships that matter not the fact that like I was a Zeta or a Pi Fi or a Kaya at the University of Arkansas so so valid for sure and also I picked up on the same thing there were so many people that I had met while I was there like they didn't rush and I was like they have so many friends and so many good friends and I made honestly I feel like I made more friends outside of my sorority than I did in it like I just I don't know it was odd like I, I had so many friends that were in my sorority and I was like oh like it like and the sorority stuff was so fun like like going to all like the functions and things like that but I didn't like only make friends there and I feel like a lot of people think like that's like the only way to make friends right I know there's so much freedom in knowing that there's so many other ways I love that you said that um so kind of keeping on the same like topic of friendship just because that's like such a big thing I think especially you're like the beginning of college how did you go about making like genuine friends in Fayetteville Ooh, okay I think the biggest thing is and I maybe strive more towards this like I'm a one-on-one girl I love one-on-one time and I think the best way to really get to know someone is like in the comfort of just being with them alone and like getting to ask the intentional questions that you maybe wouldn't ask in front of a big group Mm -hmm. so like my favorite would be like a coffee date and so I would like sit down and like really not have anything to do after because I think a lot of times like in this hustle bustle culture that we're in it's like okay I'm gonna be a coffee from nine to ten and then I'm gonna leave and go do something else with someone different like just be able to like relax and actually like be present with the person because it changes the whole course of the conversation and like 
just knowing you don't have to like be quick and then leave after. So mm-hmm. yeah, I would say the one-on-one time and then asking really intentional questions. I looked for friends in the church. Uh, I actually chose to go to Kaleo, which is a discipleship program where you live in Florida mm-hmm. for nine weeks over the summer. That was my sophomore summer. So when I was really trying to like fully walk out my faith and I met so many friends there. So there's like a thousand different ministries on campus and like different clubs and organizations that like have really fun things to do. And so I would say like finding your passions and finding interests that align with like, I don't know, your personality would be a really great way to start. But yeah, those one-on-one hangouts, man, they're the best. Yeah, I've actually never thought about that either. It kind of blew my mind. I feel like I'm kind of getting big sister right now, but like you're not even like intentionally doing it. Um, that that's I feel, so sweet. I know. I love it. Um, that's I've never even thought about that either. Just like being because I I'm always one to like want to like hang out in big groups, and I think whenever you see like the ma- like the pictures of like all like the massive friend groups and stuff, it's so like easy to be like, oh, like I just need to find I just need to find a friend group. I'm like, no, you can. You can just have like a one-on-one friend and then it develops into more eventually. But, um, that's awesome. Wow. I'm like, I'm like, I'm taking all the advice right now. I'm like, I'm taking all this in. That's awesome. Cause I feel like I am, cause I didn't move completely back home. Like I'm still like, I still go to school like 20 ish minutes from my house. Um, and so like now it was weird. I'm like, I left Fayetteville just because I was struggling with just the typical things that people struggle with in Fayetteville, and I was like, I just want to come home and, like, be with my mommy, and my mom are, like, super close, and my sisters, I have five sisters, so we are all, like, attached at the hip, oh my um, gosh, yeah, it is, so we are all very, very close, um, and so I wanted to come home to be with them, too, because that's, like, that's a whole friend group within itself, so, um, absolutely, and so now I feel like I'm, like, restarting again, I'm, like, having to make friends, and so that was even advice that I needed to hear, just because, um, it's hard. Making friends is hard, and people, like, some people it comes very natural to, but whenever, because, like, whenever I go to make friends, like, I definitely look for, like, wise counsel, because I do think it's, like, real, like, who you hang around is so important, who you're around is way more important than we even, like, try to, like, make it seem, like, some people just, like, are like, oh, it doesn't really matter, but, um, I do think you kind of morph into the people that you're around, and so I'm very, like, particular about it, and so that was, like advice like hanging out with one-on-one people but also like asking like the harder questions and with that being said like with your five sisters like you already have like five or four really big spots in your life that like are taken up by those girls so like what have you learned from them and what uh space do you hold in that are you youngest middle oldest so i'm the second to oldest or no third gotcha. to oldest third to oldest gotcha gotcha, so gotcha. i'm That's right right cool. in the middle yeah i know it's awesome i have um nine siblings so it is i have five brothers and four sisters or no five sisters and four brothers and it is it's so fun but it's it's a lot and then my dad has a lot of siblings and they all have kids like this weekend we all went to the lake together and hung out and it's so fun because we all just like live these lives like kind of separated with each other we just kind of do our own thing and like you know we all like work and go to school and all the things so it was like it's really cool that we all just got to like chill and hang out together and like be with each other it was awesome and like yeah the practice of just like being with them in like a really fun place where you get to just unwind and all laugh and stuff I think a lot of times too it's like I don't know when we're so busy it's just really hard to do that so that's a really important practice to cultivate to deepen your friendships because a lot of Mm -hmm. times too like experiences like if I think of trips I've taken or things I've done with my friends that have been kind of spontaneous like those are things that bring you closer together too yes 
Well, and just, like, this weekend with, like, this trip, like, I was telling them, I was like, this is the first time in a while that, like, there was just, like, no stressors at all. Like, we just got to all, like, be together and hang out, and we all like, cooked breakfast, lunch, and dinner together, and, like, the girls went shopping together yesterday, and I was like, this is just, like, I don't know, something that I didn't know that I needed. Like, at first, I was like, oh, like, I don't really want to drive, like, or I didn't drive, ride three hours and just, like, go hang out, and then just have to come right back home on Sunday, and I was like, it was honestly so worth it. Do you have any siblings? I do. So I'm the oldest of three. I am, oh. um, I'm a graduated senior now, I guess, but then my sister's a sophomore in college. My brother is a senior in high school. Oh, that's so fun. Are you and your sister close? We're like the best of friends and same with you. My mom and I are very close. Mm-hmm. So definitely it's still sad to think about being away from them long-term because now I'll be working in Rogers, um, which is just 20 minutes outside of Fayetteville. But <laughs> They are amazing, and I'm so blessed to have, like, a great role model in my life. And, like, yes. even my sister, she is younger than me, but she's still a role model because she's so wise. And, like you were saying, wise counsel is so important. So, yeah, very blessed in that aspect for sure. Yeah, moms are the best. And my – so I have a sister that's two years younger than me, and we are, like, attached to the hip. Like, I, I feel like we kind of pair off a little bit just because, like, it's, like, two kids that are close in age, two kids that are close in age. So me and my sister are extremely close and she's younger than me, but I still feel like I learn so much from her all the time. So that's good that like, you have that too, just because like, I am, I feel like I'm very, like I'm very creative and I'm always kind of off in la la land and she's like one to like bring me back down to earth. I feel like a lot. So I don't know. Sisters are the best. Siblings are the best. Family is so, so, so important. And I feel like that was like a big reason why like I wanted to move. I was like, I just want to be with my family. Like, I know we do everything together. We're very close. That is such a gift. And I think I realized that more in college of just like people don't feel maybe people haven't had great experiences with their parents or their only children or their siblings and them don't get along. And there's just things that have been in the way of that relationship that I've never really had experience because I have a great relationship with my family. And mm-hmm. so while that's such a blessing, like it opened my eyes like, OK, this is special. Like this is not it normal is. and I should really store that well. So even just like calling on a regular basis, because I know like. A lot of friends people will have going into school are also long distance now because, like, your friends are at different colleges and whatnot mm-hmm. or, like, your family is far away. And, like, making time to call, it, it makes so much difference. It makes so much difference. And I hate the phone. I'll be real. But I've tried to, you know, sacrifice that yeah. because it's so much more important to talk to my people than, like, you know, isolate and not be on my phone because I just don't like it. Like, we were just talking before we got on and recorded that we always have our phones on Do Not Disturb. Yeah. But sometimes it's a bad thing. So no, it is because then you miss so many messages. And then, like, with my – so my dad, he's so funny. He gets so mad if you don't answer him, but he will not answer you. But if you don't answer him, he gets so upset. And I'm like, I, like, I can't be on my phone all the time. That's another thing I think I learned a lot in school was just, like, to really, like, take everything in and, like, be where my feet are and – just because I don't know I feel like with phones now it's so easy to get so caught up in them and like I'm so caught up in the way everything looks especially like when you do have like somewhat of a social media presence like I am very particular about like what I post how I post and things like that so it's really easy to like get caught up in it and so I've been trying to make a point recently like be where my feet are and not always be on my phone but it's it's hard but it's important. How do you, because I know you, your Instagram is amazing. The podcast Instagram is amazing. I'm obsessed with the aesthetic. Thank you. How do you ground yourself when you maybe like start to compare to like other platforms or people? And like, how do you come back to like, I don't know, your worth in Christ and like the lack of comparison? So that's actually the, I think the hardest thing for me, just because I'm always looking at what other people post. 
Um, because I do, like, I do like to follow a lot of, like, Christian content creators because I'm always interested in, like, what they have to say and things like that. But I do always have to remind myself, like, I'm, and this is just something that I do. I'm like, I'm not them and they're not me. It's so, like, like, there's no comparing them. Like, it would be like comparing, like, apples to, like, oranges. Like, it's not, like, not even the same thing. That is so true. So, and also just, like, knowing that, like, I know who I am and like whenever I first started because I didn't always post I guess I can kind of like share a little bit of my story with you I didn't always post this I went through a very odd um phase in high school I had blue hair I um dabbled in some things that I shouldn't have I was not not always like this like this it my relationship with God is like actually kind of like fresh like I'd say it's like like three years going strong so um it's all or two years it's all very new to me And so whenever I first started like being really open about my faith and like, honestly, I feel like I'm extremely open about it now, but I have, I lost like a lot of followers. And like, so at the beginning of that, I like really had to wrestle with like, I know that like what I'm doing is right and it's my heart and it's, you know, for the kingdom. And even if those people that unfollow me, even if they only got to see like me post about Jesus one time, like at least like I got to like speak that over them, I guess. So I don't know. It was, it's hard. I always have to be like, I'm, I know who I am. I'm secure in who I am because I know like what I'm called to and what God wants for my life. So I just have to like remind myself to not, um, to not compare. Cause it's like I said, it's like comparing apples to oranges. It's not the same thing. We're different people. That is amazing. Also the fact that those people that saw you do that complete 180 now get to see the change. Even if they don't follow you, I'm sure they come back and look at your page because that's just the people do. People do that. <laughs> I think that's such a cool transition. I follow these two girls. It's a different podcast called Girls Gone Bible and they are like love the epitome of like that, like just changing and people getting to see it and being like, wait, but you used to be like this and now you're like this, like what happened? Mm-hmm. And then you get to share your story. So that's actually the coolest ministry ever. Yeah, no, it's awesome. And even like, because, like, like I said, like, blue hair, I was just totally, like, I don't even, like, sometimes I like old pictures of me, and I'm like, who, who is that? Like, I don't know her. Um, and just think about, like, how sad I was, too. That's the other thing. Like, I like to, um, Coffee with Kelsey actually started out as a um, Bible study that I did in my hometown with junior high girls. And so, and, and I don't know. So, it started like that. And so, getting to share that with them, like, I'm like, okay, this is, these were the choices I were making. This is where my relationship with Christ was. But this is where my heart was. Like, I was so sad and I was always so anxious and so depressed. But I was like, and then whenever I found Jesus and had a relationship with him, I was like, y'all, you're like, y'all are watching me change because that was like the very beginning of my like walk with Christ. And I don't know, it's like, there's a, such a visible difference. And um, I, people pointed out to me a lot. Like, they're like, you were just not. It's a different glow. The Jesus glow is so real. It's a completely different glow. It is. It literally is. I think it's so crazy because you say that. I always think of, like, wellness trends and stuff because I love to be, like, I don't know. Like, I like to take care of myself. We all do. Mm-hmm. We want to feel like we're pampering ourselves and skincare and all the foods that are healthy and working out and stuff. And, like, the wellness glow is so different from the Jesus glow because you can do a thousand things that are good for yourself but if you're not plugged into the source then like you literally are just not going to be fulfilled it doesn't matter yeah um and so I love that you say that because it truly shows when someone is getting their fulfillment from Christ versus the world and even if it's like good worldly things you know Mm -hmm. like it's just different it is completely different me and my cousin were talking about that whenever she was dropping me off just now we were like it doesn't matter like how much you do on the outside I feel like if your inside isn't in the right place um it's hard to be it's hard to be pretty. It's hard to feel pretty if your heart's not in the right place. 
Absolutely. Motive is everything. So kind of going, since we're talking about pretty, um, I really want to talk about Miss Arkansas USA and all the things I just, when I, cause I, you know, I, I stalked. So I was like, I want to know, I want to know about this girl. Um, I want to know all about that. I love pageants. I dabbled in the Miss America systems, like Miss Arkansas for a little bit, but nothing crazy. So I want to know all about that. So Miss Arkansas USA was my third pageant that I had done. So I started wow. freshman year of college. I did Miss Austin, Texas, which is weird because I was in Arkansas, but <laughs> I don't know. I felt, I felt very called to it. I felt very much like the Lord was telling me to do it. And so I went home my first week of school and I competed and I won and I was oh. actually shocked. I, my jaw was on the floor. Like there's a video of my parents reacting and they're like laughing. Cause they're like, what just happened? But <laughs> after that, it kind of sparked my journey. I didn't know what I was doing. Like I had taught myself how to do my walk in my parents' bathroom. I genuinely did not know like what dress to get because everyone told me something different. So I just bought the cheapest one. Like it was just that kind of thing to where it's like, that is so not me. Like that's a David or Goliath thing right there. Yeah. So then after that, when I was Miss Austin, Texas, I went to Miss Texas USA that's my sophomore year of college. And then after that experience, I was like, okay, I didn't place. I feel very like, I guess discouraged. And like, I was comparing myself a lot and I felt like it had turned into something that was like being used for vanity purposes and not just for the sake of like bringing others to Jesus and using my platform for anything good. Like it wasn't bad. It just wasn't like, I was growing my own name. And so I took a break and then my junior, no, sorry, my senior year of school, I was like, I just feel like I should do Miss Arkansas. I don't know why. I just feel like I should. And it was very clear that it wasn't for me because a lot of the things that I was doing it for, like, it was not self-seeking. So my platform with Miss USA was eating disorder awareness. And I was very passionate about sharing that because that's a big part of my high school story and like early college. And so through doing Miss Arkansas, I was able to promote that and be able to speak to younger girls about my experience and my testimony with that. But I ended up going to Miss Arkansas last um, spring, and I placed first runner-up. Wow. I'm so obsessed with the girl who won. She is amazing. Um, but I was very, very happy because I think the Lord had different plans for me, and he still showed me that I was supposed to be there because I won the Mentor Award, Photogenic Award, Fitness Award, wow. and obviously first runner-up. So I, it was like God was saying, hey, good job. Like, I see your efforts, and this is so awesome. But, like, I want you somewhere else, so I'm going to give you, like, the just like the ability to know like you did well but like strip the crown from you and so it was very humbling I will be honest I was Mm -hmm. definitely like what the heck like I thought this was heading elsewhere but obviously now I see like he had better plans and a better path um and I'm so grateful for that but it has been the coolest thing to just see like my view of pageantry be refined and to use it for spreading the name of God and talking to girls about eating disorders as opposed to just like posting cute pictures of myself and making it all to be like about myself so super cool way to see it so differently within the years I've done it yeah that's awesome oh pageants are a lot different especially if you have the like right heart going into it then they seem I think a lot of people think that it is like purely looks but it is so much more than that I didn't realize that until I got a little bit involved and I was like, there is so much like, especially in like when it comes to people's platforms, like there's so much heart and soul that go into it that people have no idea about. Truly. And you get to choose anything. Like you can speak on, um, if your mom had like pancreatic cancer, like you can choose to advocate for that. Or if you are really passionate about mental health, you can advocate for that. So it really leaves a lot of your story up for interpretation and like whatever you want to talk about is yours to speak on. And so Mm -hmm. 
one thing I really loved was I got to go speak to different sororities about my platform, which is Your Worth is Weightless. Um, and so just kind of sharing like what girls go through and like what I went through and how to fix it and how to support others. Because I mean, as we're talking about being pretty is something that like we all pretty much desire. And mm-hmm. a lot of that has to do with our bodies. And I think it's really hard in the pageant industry and it's very not normal to be like advocating for that because I mean you think pageants you think okay skinny like doesn't eat and that's just absolutely not right and how we should think about that at all right so so I want to talk a little bit more about weightless worth I actually I'm thinking now I think that may be the first thing I ever saw of you because I think I followed that page before I ever followed you just because I was seeing what you were posting and I was like wow this is this is great so um I want to hear a little bit about your story why you decided um, to make that your platform and to post about that and all those things because um, it really is. If you don't follow that on, like her on Instagram, you really should. It is it is really like awesome. That is so kind. I will say it was it, <laughs> that page actually grew out of something I started during COVID. So 2020, I started an account called Fit with Sid, and it was like me posting booty band workouts and like my high protein healthy snacks and then I like totally took the page down because I was like this is so cringe why did I ever do this <laughs> but still I still like had the account name and so when I started doing pageantry I was like wait I should make this into like a domain where I post about my experience and encouragement and just ways to take care of yourself and like love your body and so mm-hmm. I changed it to weightless worth um which basically means that your worth is not defined by the number on the scale which is something that like really shaped my life for a while because I, as I said, love fitness, love health, love all the things. But Mm -hmm. I think it's like a good thing that can become a very obsessive thing if you're not careful. Right. Um, And so that was kind of how it went for me. It was just like over, overthinking it all the time, way too much value was going into what I weighed and what I looked like and how my workouts were going and like what I was eating. And so it took a lot of time and energy out of my relationships and ability to pour into others. Um, therefore I started giving it to the Lord and journaling about just like every little thought I would have and like replacing it with truth, because to be honest, like it's really hard to go from that to like normalcy because I think the thoughts will always somewhat be there, but now I see like I can have thoughts and just completely replace them with truth. And so I wanted to be able to like share that with others and help them to find a way to do that because I mean, there is no stronghold over our life that we cannot combat with Jesus. Like there really isn't. Um, and I've seen that fully. So that's kind of how the page started. And now I don't post as frequently as I would like. I'm trying to get better, but it's just like a page of encouragement and honesty and vulnerability for people to go to. Yeah. I love seeing your post. Honestly, it is because that is something that's so hard because I I feel like with now with social media and like the clean girl aesthetic and just everything that people post on TikTok, it's so hard to like not compare yourself to people and then like there's people always trying to tell you like there's like a certain way to like take care of yourself and like what's like how much you should weigh or and things like that so it's really awesome that you give people um a place to like help you know combat that because it really is it's hard to see everybody else's lives and then also people posting like how they live is it makes you think like that's how you should live it is it's really hard Right. And we're not a one size fits all formula. Like every single person is unique. We all have different genetics. We all have different backgrounds. Who's to say that we should treat each of ourselves the same? Like that's crazy. Yeah. No, that's so wild to me. I always, um, it's, so growing up with sisters, we, none of us look alike. Um, me and my younger sister are tall. We have two really, really short, like I know three really short sisters, like we're just all so different. And so growing up, cause, and they're all so beautiful. It's, 
like it was weird because I was always like comparing myself to them I'm like oh like well my like really tiny sister like she looks like this but like I don't look like that and I don't know it's comparison really is it's a thief from like of joy like it's so but it's with social media it makes it worse because everybody's lives are being thrown into your like face every single time you scroll so to have um that's always I also always encourage people to like only follow pages that make them feel not good about themselves but like that are like encouraging and that's I feel like I mainly follow like friends family and then people that make me like feel good and like pages that make me feel good just because social media is really toxic when it comes to comparison absolutely and even just like a place I don't know I want to be a place where people can go and maybe they're like okay I wish I could do something like this which hey you totally can yeah everyone can like all you have to do is start um but it's like you want to be a place of like solace and yes. support and not a place that like just draws attention to yourself and I think that's like really the main difference of where I started and where I am now yeah. is just like my name doesn't really matter and like people aren't gonna remember that but they're gonna remember like how you impacted them mm-hmm. um and that's been I guess a huge realization throughout my college years yeah well definitely I mean it impacted me and we've never met in person like I whenever I first found your page I was literally in awe I was like this is it was weird too because like when I found it I was like this was like exactly what I needed to hear at the time I don't remember which post it was but I remember seeing it and being like whoa like that like I needed that like so that's awesome that was kind of the intention behind copy with Kelsey originally like I said it started as a bible study and it was like I don't know I think for a little bit like or so it was like all for God all for God and then whenever it became like a podcast and then um like a TikTok and stuff like that I feel like I kind of got a little like I was like oh like wait they're like they like me and then I was like no wait, it's not for me and so um there was a break for like a hot minute in like what was getting posted just because I need to make sure my heart was in the right place so that's awesome I'm glad that like that was also a struggle for you like making sure that your heart was in the right place and you were doing things you know not for your own glory but for his so that's really awesome to know that like yeah I wasn't alone in that because it is really hard just because your name is on it like it's like oh like this is like Kelsey's thing but then I don't know it's not for me but my name's on it I don't know it's kind of it's a weird place to be in for sure we're literally yeah we're just ambassadors like we're just representing someone else and so I think that's like how I try to remember it now is like oh yeah it's like I'm working for someone I'm working mm-hmm. for Jesus so yes I'm an employee or <laughs> I'm an ambassador or whatever but I'm not the person that like started the company right. so I mean we're just we're just doing our we're just messengers we're just discipling we're we're just discipling we're just discipling we yeah it's not for us and I think um I I don't know that's like the hardest part I think especially whenever like things do start kind of like not taking off but like when things start like working you're like oh like this is getting likes you're like oh they like me and I'm like no it's not about me that's like the hardest part or then when you start like looking at likes and like caring about like how many people like something or like with a podcast I like used to like obsessively watch like how many people listen and I'm like oh like well this episode did really good and this one didn't and so just knowing that like none of that matters is like as long as like I my heart is right and I'm doing it for the right reasons right yeah the motive is I mean we were talking about that in church this morning like being a woman or a man after God's own heart and like Mm -hmm. how he doesn't want like our empty sacrifices he wants us to bring what we really have and sometimes that takes like evaluating where your heart is at and just what you're doing certain things for yeah no, 100%. I think, and this kind of went into, like, me choosing, like, my major, my career path and stuff. I'm like, I want, I want to be where God wants me, not, like, where I want to be. Like, I don't really care to be. And, like, obviously, money and those things are nice. Like, money and 
attention and things like that are nice, but, like, I want to be where he wants me to be, and I want to post what he wants me to post, and, like, I, I don't know, I feel very, like, called to, like, what I'm currently doing, um, whereas before, whenever I was making decisions, like, purely off of, like, what I thought would get likes, or, you know, um, my original major, I thought I wanted to be a veterinarian, um, I do not want to be a veterinarian, but I did, because I was like, oh, like, that's where, like, that's where, it's, like, the money is, especially, um, in a smaller town, like, where I live, like, where there's not very many, um, so just, I don't know, motive behind everything is so important, and you can really tell somebody's heart, by, like, behind what they're doing. It's really weird, but, like, whenever people are doing things for the right reason, and it's, like, God's plan for them, like I said, it's the Jesus glow. Like, they, like, you totally get it whenever you're, like, where you're supposed to be. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a different feeling for sure. 100%. All right, well, do you have anything else that you want to share or talk about today? Um, I just, I'm really glad you hopped on here with me and I'm really, really, like, I really appreciate it. You're like, awesome. I'm, I'm obsessed. Role no, model you're like, awesome. I'm also, I'm so impressed that this has come from a Bible study and that it's now what it has grown into with this podcast. Like, this is incredible. Yeah, it was, um, it was so weird. I like, cause I was like, I don't, cause I was 17, I think when it started. Um, and I'll be, I'll be 20 here soon. <laughs> so, um, I, no, I was six, no, I was 17. And I was like, well, I don't really want to, like, minister to girls my age or, like, older than me. I feel like that could, like, kind of become, like, a thing that's, like, too many chiefs, not enough Indians, that kind of situation. Um, so I was like, what if I, like, kind of switched gears and just did girls younger than me? And I had posted about it on Facebook, and I was like, nobody's going to show up. And, like, I had invited a couple of, like, my friends. Like, nobody's going to come. And then um, there were, like, 30 people there. And I was like, oh, like, 30 girls. Like, their parents came and dropped them off. And I was like, what, like this is crazy and so we ended up like we went to a coffee shop it like ended up like not having enough room for all of us we had to sit outside and do it and I was like okay like well I was like it would kind of something clicked I was like so people do want to hear like what I have to say and I do feel like I'm very like casual in the way I talk and I think that was like with those girls that age like it just like I don't know it like made sense to them and I think that's always been kind of like my audience was like, cause junior high and high school are so hard and nobody talks, especially junior high. Like I, th- my 13 year old self, I, I, you think you know everything and you don't. And you're, I feel like you're like constantly like disappointed and surprised by just like life. And so that was like a really hard phase for me. So I was like, I really want to like cater to like that. Like that was just such a important phase in my life. And I feel like you learn so much, but people don't talk about it enough. But yeah, it went from that. And then I started, I had started the private story on Snapchat I was like, I posted it and I was like, hey, if y'all want to hear me talk about Jesus, then like add yourself to this. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's 800 people in here. That's kind of crazy. And so then I was like, you know what? Let's just, let's just start a podcast. Let's just see what happens. And then, um, I mean, it does, it does all right. And I'm pretty proud of it. I, um, I don't know. I used to be very, very, very shy and I was not one to like want to talk to people. Talking to people is hard. Because, like, the way I think, I'm always like, okay, what is this person thinking about me? What is this person thinking about me? Um, And, I don't know, it just kind of, it grew into this. And it's definitely helped me overcome a lot of things, like, when it comes to, like, talking to people. Especially talking about Jesus, because talking about Jesus can be kind of hard and kind of intimidating. So, yeah. It also sounds like there's been a lot of things that have happened that God has allowed doors to open. So, it's cool to see how that works. And when you follow a call, it is the way it's paved, like truly. Yeah. Um, I guess last things I would say is regarding the book, you can find that on Amazon. It's called The College Girl's Guide to Fayetteville. Um, if you want to read that, if you plan on going here, and then just remembering 
going into college that patience is the main thing to remind yourself of when you feel lost or lonely or just kind of void of purpose because the Lord has a plan. Yeah. Oh, yes. I love that. Well, again, thank you so much for coming on here. Um, I love watching you and love watching what you do. Um, I look up to you, like I said, like, I feel like you're giving me like big sister advice. Like everything you were saying, I was like, wow, like I really even needed to hear that just because those first two years of college are very difficult. I feel like, and like, you're just figuring yourself out, but you're also trying to figure out everything else. So, um, you being somebody that's like, Hey, like I'm going to publish a whole book that's going to help you navigate this whole college town, I think is, um, really awesome and you're the best. And I just really appreciate you coming on here and talking to me. You are the best, and I appreciate you having me. I'm so happy we got to do this. Me too. Well, I'm going to let you go. Um, Again, so thankful. Um, I pray you have just... Okay, post-grad. What are your post-grad plans? I actually want to ask that. I want to know what you have going on. Post-grad. So, I am actually working in sales. So, I will be a sales consultant in Rogers for a tech company. I'm super excited about it. It is so not hospitality-oriented at all, but at the same time, it is because I'm literally talking to people all day so I get to utilize my skill set and then I also am working with a team of girls um doing fun little Fayetteville events for like the young women community Mm -hmm. um like the newly graduated girlies who are just looking for fun things to do so um that is something I'm doing and then going to Fellowship Church which is my home church I love it still still trucking on there it's the best um other than that just just looking towards the future i mean god has a plan i truly have no idea what's next i start work on next monday but that's so exciting (laughs) well i i pray that goes awesome for you i'm so excited for you that's awesome that's a total like that's a brand new phase of life that's awesome wow it's crazy it is crazy all right well um thank you again and i look forward to talking to you soon and yeah have a good rest of your night you as well bye girl Y'all, isn't she literally the sweetest? What a good time and what a good conversation. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. I feel so blessed to have gotten to talk to her. She is literally so awesome. So yeah, thank you guys. Make sure that you like and leave a review. I would love a little five-star review if you're feeling generous. And I look forward to talking to you guys again soon. Bye.